Hello, welcome to the podcast, Coastal Noise. This is a mini cast we're doing here. Um, I say we, me. Uh, usually, I have a guest on board. Um, just a disclaimer for this episode: I am going to be asking folks for a lot of feedback, a lot of re- recommendations as I hop around from subject to subject, just kind of filling in the gaps since I last recorded. So if you want to have this be a little bit more interactive with this podcast and communicate with me, you know, I encourage maybe for this episode, if you have a pen and paper and you want to jot down things as I go, um, or whatever, I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm creating this mini cast in lieu of my recent somewhat unexpected break that I've taken from the podcast and more broadly speaking, a lot of my usual activities, which came about around the October time frame and has been mostly uh, a consistent hiatus of my creative endeavors ever since. What started out as an experiment for health and wellness in the form of participating and promoting for the annual Sober October event that you may or may not have heard of Basically, participants engage in 30 days of abstinence from common vices such as alcohol, tobacco products, cannabis consumption, caffeine use, uh, which right now I'm drinking a black, lovely black tea infused with lion's mane, and or significant stipulations towards sugars or perhaps other potential harmful food products such as gluten, etc., Now, anyone who knows me or has listened to the show knows I'm already pretty serious about health and fitness. A trip to Stefan Lawson Music on Instagram, for example, will provide you a wall of home-cooked healthy food experiments, and I've made uh, a point to write a fair share of blogs on Coastal Noise and talk about such topics in the podcast and so on. So really, the decision to undergo Sober October was more of a just a self-experimentation and because it seemed like a good cause to promote. So by nature, I've never been much of a drinker. I probably average, you know, a drink or two a week, uh, drink tea occasionally, and I'm very cautious of sugar content as it were. And I adhere to a low carb, high fat diet. So really my biggest emphasis was on, was to take all those areas and ramp them up a little more. And it was, it was a fun experience, although I can't, can't claim to have totally been successful at it. I did go to California right in the middle of October uh, for my brother's birthday and for uh, a system of a down slash incubus slash clutch slash at the drive-in concert. So I did end up having, you know, two or three beers over the course of the the four-day stay. And uh, I may have it may have engaged in some other California-based products while I was in town, uh, but a- other than that, did pretty well with the challenge. More importantly, the biggest development that came from this whole experience came about halfway through the challenge, in which I randomly decided to, um, for the most part, forego use of social media, with the desire that I had wanted to carry out for quite some time, as I had never really gone without social or interaction on social media to my knowledge since the you know joining platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And I thought, well, I'm engaged in a month of sacrifice and purging, so if it just seemed like a, a good time to go for it. So uh, I dropped out and besides the occasional once a month post or a spare exchange with a friend or a family member, I'm still pretty limited in my overall interactions. That said, I I do, I have been 
kind of skimming my Facebook and Instagram feeds a little bit more lately, but haven't really resumed my normal activities per se. Adding on top of all that, as some of you have heard we or me discuss, I've been on the edge of moving to distant lands, originally planned as a cross-country RV expedition, and even went so far as to purchase an RV last March, but uh, have since modified my plans and at this time of recording have been afforded uh, or offered rather uh, some work in the San Diego area and I'm expecting to make a move out to the west coast very soon. So that said, before those opportunities came into effect, I began deepening my stripped down existence, as we'll say, and for lack of a better phrasing, began to go out into town a little bit less and less for weekend events or trying to arrange hangouts with friends. I just tried to cultivate a sense of interpersonal reflection and to really analyze my goals and aspirations for the coming year of 2019 and not just what the future held, but what I wanted the future to hold. So I knew that there were a lot of big chances I would be facing or changes, um, I'd be facing and I wanted to pull back as much as possible to make sure that I was confident and at peace with the big decisions that I would you know, be confronted with. So I stopped posting. I abandoned my food posts and instead just ate the food. I set my guitar aside for weeks or months and turned down some shows. Um, you know, I would have times when I would think, you know, I really would love to pick up my guitar this weekend or whatever. And But instead of actually scheduling it and making it happen, I'd say, well, you know what, let's just let it go. Let's just see what happens. Do Will I naturally gravitate toward the guitar again without structuring uh, a planned time to play? Or will my mind gravitate towards other things, other things that I want to do? And um, so I just kind of set my mindset there. Um I exposed myself to some new music, specifically through music streaming services, which I'll talk about later. I began meditating on a more strict, almost nightly basis. I made all kinds of little adjustments as a way to actively seek a, an evolution of the self, so to speak, in this time frame. Before I knew it, four months had gone by, and it's to here. So, where is here? Well... I haven't re-engaged the podcast yet. Um, you know, the last episode we did with with James Pinkston and, and Ryan Ebos and David Knorr. And um, I mean, it's got to be like seven months now, I'd say, and probably um, won't pick up re- you know regular activity at the podcast until I'm relocated, which is why in part that I'm making this recording here. So breaking from that, I'd like to give a shotgun snapshot of things I've done or experienced in the last couple months. The highlights, if you will. Scattered thoughts, observations, experiences that came from my notebook or whatever I've been reflecting on. So um, I'll go ahead and say in the cooking department, since that's kind of like the bulk of what my social media output was like generally on a day-to-day basis, um, that I've been experimenting with Instapot, and I absolutely love it, use it all the time. Uh, I won't go into too much detail on that because everybody has heard enough about the top selling kitchen appliances, which are some of the best selling of all time. But since 
I, um, you know, used to do all those food posts. I thought it'd be cool to mention some of that. So um, whether it's rice, roast, searing vegetables, I made it like a Sri Lanka coconut cabbage stew the other day. Hard-boiled eggs, shredded chicken, or uh, spaghetti squash, which is like a newer item that I've never really worked with. I've used it for, you know, as many as a dozen times in the week. And they make some really fast meals, easy cleanup, significantly reduced cooking, and, and uh, or significantly reduced meal prep headaches, I'll say that. I bought an eight-quart specifically for meal prepping and to cook for guests and functions and highly recommend them to anybody and uh, have, in fact, bought two for other family members. So that's uh, what's most interesting in the cooking department for me right now. I'm curious about sous vide cookers, which heat water to precise temperatures for slow cooking meats over longer periods of time. And I bought one for a family member this Christmas, and I would like to know more from you out there, what you think of them. Have you ever used them? Do you have good results? Leave me a comment. Let me know. You know, you can leave it on the, uh, the the Coastal Noise podcast page, uh, where you'll find the recording here, social media, uh, drop an inbox line, whatever. Uh, it's all there. In the travel department, I mentioned California. I got to explore Santa Monica and San Bernardino when we went to the System of Down Incubus concert. They uh, were both awesome. Now, San Diego is looking like my next permanent residence, and I'm also curious to explore West Hollywood for the legendary stand-up and music venues there, Joshua Tree, San Luis Obispo is on my radar. So if you have any comments or suggestions for any of those locations, please let me know. Uh, I also recently made my first trip to Asheville, staying in town and driving the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains, which were breathtaking and a pleasure to cruise on. Any thoughts on um, those areas are welcome as well. As for international travel aspirations, I have Iceland, Ireland, Alaska, and Canada in my mind. Have you been to any of those locales? Drop me a line on Coastal Noise or social media and push me in the right direction. San Diego is close to Hawaii, so maybe the islands of paradise too? I don't know. Probably. Um, Recent interest. Uh, My upcoming West Coast move has me... um, considering some possible new hobby opportunities. I'm considering some jujitsu studios, some surfing. If you have any thoughts uh, for to those activities, maybe specifically to San Diego, I'd love to hear about it. Anytime I think about surfing, I usually think about sharks too. But then again, research shows that you're more likely to be killed by dogs, wasps, lightning, car crashes, and falling coconuts than a shark. So Uh, But I guess I still can't shake the original Jaws right at Universal Studios as a kid. Uh, Moving on to music, I recently purchased a premium account to Spotify. experimented with Spotify uh, several years ago, and while I still find it hard to support the royalty structures artists are getting from these services, it has opened up uh, a whole new world of music exposure for me at a time when my music consumption was uh, kind of dead in the water. Oddly enough, rap music has taken the center stage of my music consumption these last couple of weeks after reviewing a series of top 2018 albums online. Some of my personal top albums so far have included... Pusha T's Daytona, J.I.D.'s DiCaprio 2, 
Casey Musgraves, Golden Hour, Shaky Graves, sophomore album, which isn't a 2018 album, but it's just an album that I kind of got into and really enjoyed. Uh, it's called The Horse, Shaky Graves and the Horse He Rode In On. A 1970s psychedelic Afro rock and fuzz funk compilation from Nigeria. Um, a friend of mine um, handed that over to me, shared it with me, and really enjoyed it. Uh, great workout music, oddly enough. A doom metal band named Sleep with their album The Sciences. Um, Tash Sultana, can't forget her. Flow State, I think it's called. Excellent album. Kanye and Cuddy's collab with the groovy track Fourth Dimension as a highlight. And my personal favorite, Earl Sweatshirt's otherworldly heady album, Some Rap Songs, which is supremely enjoyable to me for its lo-fi alien production quality and Sweatshirt's mellow delivery, which I'm told was developed from excessive use of lean, uh, which, you know, I can't... um, endorsed by any stretch but anyway his uh his product is really great the overall package is really enjoyable and i find it on repeat um i mean i can name any particular track to listen to but my favorite's called the mint featuring uh, an artist called navy the navy i think so check it out Um, it's my favorite album of 2018 and i can't recommend it enough so what music are you listening to you have any best of 2018 albums you can throw my way? Moving on to books, um, I've read some things. One book I just completed is called The Stranger in the Woods, The Extraordinary Story of the Last True Hermit, which features the story of Christopher Knight, who at the age of like 19, uh, just walked out of his home, didn't tell anybody, drove up into northern Maine, got out of his car, left the keys on the dash, and went into the woods where he proceeded to live for approximately 27 years. He committed over a thousand burglaries in around the North Pond uh, campgrounds, which he was. He became kind of the legend as the North Pond Hermit, burglarizing all these little cabins over the years, over the decades. And, you know, just stealing things like canned goods and, and uh, clothing, things to survive, not taking necessarily valuables or money or things like that. Um, but he developed a reputation and was eventually caught just a few years ago by a game warden. And, um, you know, Christopher Knight was put into jail and it was this big, uh, very unusual case. And Christopher Knight only spoke with the entire ordeal in his life to one um, journalist who's written for the National Geographic and Esquire, Rolling Stones, etc. And um, I think his name was Michael Frintz or something like that. I, I forget his name, but so he wrote an article for GQ after the capture of Christopher Knight and just in 2017 he wrote this book and it's a truly fascinating book and case study on hermits and isolationism spiritualism he kind of touches on all the things that would bring one person in but Christopher Knight himself is just this uh, very unusual uh, character in that he kind of is a little bit of everywhere and a little bit of nowhere you know he he um, doesn't necessarily adhere to what classical hermits, you know, why they seek isolation, 
and you know no spiritual reasons particularly attributed to his desire to go into the woods but in any case it was a really fascinating book uh, i'd recommend the article uh, the article online you can read that for free and it's about 10 pages long or so and if that doesn't wet your palate to pick up the book and nothing else will um, i read a man called ovi good book uh, funny simply written touching uh, and in a, a pretty quick and easy read finished a confederacy of dunces uh, which is um, turns out a very popular book and won the pulcher prize one year and it's just a story kind of based around travels and characters from the new orleans area that the author um, kind of observed in his time in that area uh, his name was henry henry kennedy tool i believe something along that effect and um you know wrote the book and then killed himself in diaverville mississippi at like the age of 32 um and you know couldn't get the book the book published for anything while he was alive and uh, then took his life and then his mother found the manuscript for the book confederacy of dunces and uh, eventually started knocking on doors and managed to get the Louisiana University of Louisiana to publish the book and now it's kind of attained a cult uh, following and like I said won the Pulitzer Prize and has received numerous praises so the main character himself is just a fascinating case study as a fictional character Uh, he's kind of just this very intelligent but failed to launch character who lives with his mother in his you know 30s even though he's got he's well educated and all this stuff and talks like a book and etc etc but just hilarious characters throughout and um just a really interesting book so i'd recommend that one as well the books on my nightstand right now include stephen king's the outsider and a book called breakthrough by michael grumley other books on my radar for the near future include literature on blue zones areas of the world where people live the longest and just to understand more about dietary principles and social practices that may influence longevity in these populations what books have you been reading what would you recommend is there anything from 2018 that really stood out with you um anything you know i'm always trying to read something so let me know if you have a suggestion there as far as podcasts go ben greenfield has been a, a new voice in health and wellness for me and i've been digesting a few of a few of his podcasts um, locally speaking if you're looking for something gulf coast based jared seymour who has uh, who was on coastal noise recently one of the more recent episodes has gone a has done a really impressive job expanding his projects at the castnet studios with shows Brownwater Banner and a music-based streaming podcast called The Sound, which features discussions and performances with local musicians. So I've run into Robbie D'Angelo a few times at the gym, and he's active as always and has told me that he plans on resuming his own podcast, Still the Fat Kid, or a branch off to the biohack life in the months to come. So both Jared and Robbie have put out offers to me to do their shows recently, so I'm hoping we can uh, make that happen on both accounts, so stay tuned for more more on that. 
what audio-based shows have you been listening to? Are you familiar with Brownwater Banner, The Sound, or The Biohacked Life? Uh, tell me what you think in that department. Movies. Uh, I'll just ramble off a few recent recommendations. I won't go into too much detail. Uh, perhaps one of the most uh, hilarious, funny, uh, memorable, unique movies that I've seen lately was Sorry to Bother You. Um, great movie. Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I know it's kind of older, but I had never seen it. It just kind of fell uh, into my lap one day. I watched it and thought it was hilarious. Um, very unique style in presenting and just fun. Just a fun movie. The Ballad of Buster Scruggs, Coen Brothers. Interesting movie. It's a Western anthology. Uh, so it's just, you know, a couple, it's like six random stories no connections between any of them um at least not in the sense of the characters or the stories but um worth the price of admission if nothing else for the opening story the ballad of buster scruggs as well as tom waits's performance as a gold prospector an isolated gold prospector in california um so yeah, check that one out. And I haven't seen it, but I've heard Peter Jackson's World War One documentary recreated through a hundred-year-old British films as a is a very powerful work of art. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody is on my list. Um, you know, I'm, I, I hear mixed things about it, um, but most people say it was good. I don't know. Uh, I saw Widows recently, and that was a really good heist movie. You know, a bunch. of about a bunch of women who are husbands of thieves and then the job goes wrong and now they have to pay the debt off of their husbands and to do that they try to pull off a heist that is left over from what their husbands had in progress um pretty interesting movie the sisters brothers featuring joaquin phoenix and john c Riley, um a western movie based on the 2011 book The Sisters Brothers, Canadian author wrote, which was a good book. I really like that book. Um, uh, I kind of have a soft spot for Western fiction, uh, Western novels. And um, and the movie was all right. Um, you know, I'm still digesting it. I think I watched it like a day or two ago. So um, anyway, what films should I check out moving forward? Um you know, there's The First Man with Ryan Gosling, The New Halloween, The Star is Born, Green Book, that I've all heard good things, so you tell me. Uh, quick side note on supplements, like I said, I've been um, trying out the lion's mane here, and I'm also doing a two-week trial of Alpha Brain. You know, I've heard, you know, as a fan of Rogan, uh, I've been, you know, uh, bombarded with Alpha Brain stuff for years, and finally given a, a try I'm like a week deep um so you know I'll report on that later um if there's anything to report um any experiences with nootropics what kind of results did you get I'm curious to know um quick side note on games um how so Resident Evil 4 is like I like I don't play video games a whole lot but occasionally like once a year they're you know one or two times a year, a game will come out that I just have to experience. I might not play it all the way through, but I at least want to experience it. I want to pay the money for the team that created it to push, you know, that that industry forward or whatever. So Resident Evil 4, which came out in what, like mid-2000s, you know, 
hailed as one of the greatest games ever. Uh, so they remade Resident Evil 2. And uh, I've been playing that. I'm probably like a quarter in or something like that. And it's really, um, it's good. People are saying good things about it. And I would say that also. Um, and besides that, in the realm of scary games, like Alien Isolation, I've heard is really cool, especially if you have a VR headset. So I may toy with that if I have some free time just to see what that's like. Uh, I played Red Dead Redemption 2 for like, you know, a week or two when it came out uh, of the main storyline. And then like, I don't know, three or four times with friends online. And then I just, I just abandoned it. I was like, it's too much. There's too much to do. I don't have the time, but um, really cool game. I mean, if you're a gamer and you're looking for something cool to get into, um, you know, I always say if I don't have the time to podcast or play guitar or read or cook or whatever it is like all the other important things that you're you know you should be doing in life uh if i don't have time for any of that then i you know i'm not going to sit down and make time for to watch a television series or play video games so that's why that usually slips under the radar and it's low on my priority list but i don't know uh thought it was worth mentioning since it has kind of has been present a little bit um final notes wrapping it up um, medical marijuana 2020 in Mississippi. It's gained a lot of headlines here. You know, it's it, the last couple of years um, that that topic has always kind of cropped up. And while it hasn't seen success in the in the past, it's gaining a lot of traction every year. And you know, people like Shay Dobson, uh, Mayor of Ocean Springs, is behind it. There's a lot of political figures. Um, in Mississippi that have backed it and they're making a lot of headway. So if you see them out, you know, go, go sign up if, if that's what you want to do. Um, and, and then there's, you know, a website, I think medical marijuana 2020 Mississippi. If you Google that, you'll find somewhere where you can sign off on it. And finally, um, again, I'm going to reiterate like you know, going forward to San Diego, if you have any suggestions there uh, for anything, you know, if you can offer any kind of assistance or drop me, you know, a message, DM me about, you know, I'm, I'm looking for like roommates, places to live, just general suggestions, cool things to do. I'm, a, I'm an open book. I'm a, I'm a blank slab, so to speak. So, any information on that area would be really cool. So I'll wrap it up there. I think there's, uh, that's enough for one mini cast. Again, I don't know when I'm going to resume my normal podcast output, but there's, you know, five worth, five years worth of episodes in the Coastal Noise archives. So download, listen to them on coastalnoise.com, YouTube, Google Play, or iTunes. Some of the most recent episodes includes, like I said, David Knorr, Ryan Ebos, and James Pinkston, <clears throat> James Pinkston getting ahead of myself, which was uh, a type of spiritual successor to the episode I did with Jim Pinkston. There's two episodes with Robbie D'Angelo, two with Ocean Springs Mayor Shay Dobson, music performance episodes with Abraham Partridge, who was the Southland Music Lines Artist of the Year, and Eddie Dixon playing songs from his album Coinstar, which is still one of my favorite albums by anyone last year. Other episodes include showbiz superstars such as the blue-collar com- comedy comedian Bill Engvall and Jeff Pilson, who currently plays with classic rock heavyweights 
that is Foreigner, uh, as well as a history with Dio. Over 80 episodes of the Coastal Noise podcast, all there just for you for free. So go there, download some shit, and keep it rocking in the free world. A thousand thanks. I appreciate each and every one of you who has listened to the show and said nice things. I look forward to coming back to you with more interesting conversations in the future once the stars have aligned. This is Stefan Lawson signing off till next time. Thanks everybody for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear more from Coastal Noise, go subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. You can put a little auto download on so that you can catch whatever the latest episodes are. Be sure to go like the Coastal Noise Facebook page and follow on different media outlets. Of course, as always, if you want to help the show grow, please leave some comments, feedback, share an episode. It all goes to help the machine move forward. Thanks for listening again. See you next time.